Hey, everybody. Just a reminder, if you're in the Glendale and or Los Angeles area, you should come out to the first unpopular opinion stand-up comedy show at the Alex Theater in Glendale tonight, Wednesday, August 23rd. Doors open at 7.30 p.m., the show starts at 8, and it's free. I'll be your host. Unpop's favorites Jeff May, Caitlin Cutt, and Quincy Johnson will be there, along with comedians Leah K. Janian and your headliner Mo Mandel. Should be a damn good time. We hope we see you there. Thanks. We love you. Enjoy the show. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I'd come on this show to defend those opinions. But now I don't really do any of that shit, I just do this show. Joining me today, he's a writer on the Disney Channel show Walk the Prank. He's also one of the funniest people on Twitter, and most importantly, he's a guest on this show here today. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us for the second time ever, Dan Ewan. Also joining me, he's a fantastic comic and co-host of the Nerd Goat Podcast. Edit that last part out, Brett. He's making his first appearance on this show, but you should have already heard him on an episode of Listcast before. Ladies and gentlemen, Ed Greer. It's going to be a great show. Just when someone says something shitty, I'm just going to look down and go, mm. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> like a Brady Bunch thing. The many faces. Mm. Yeah, I like it. This yep. is fun. All right. I don't know why I took that sidebar. Should we get started? No. Why not? Yeah, probably not. Fuck it. We've been, we've been doing fine this long. Yeah, I mean, we've really knocked it out of the park already. <laughs> we have, yeah. It's been going really well. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. Hi, Unpopular. That's not... The voice you Hi, do. Hi, unpopular. That's not your voice. Why do you do this every time? It's me. <laughs> Hi, ho. It's me. <laughs> Jeff May. Hi. Jeff May. He's my co-host, and I'm Adam Todd Brown. I'm his co-host. We're co-hosts. We're co's hoes. Co's hosts. Bam. Boom. Bam. We're killing it. We're. This is going really great. <laughs> Who's laughing We're, over there? Introduce yourself. Who's this guy? Uh, this is hey, a, um, who's the other? Who's the other guest? Who's this uh, guy? Uh, one of our is, other uh, guests. My name is Ed Greer. Who's I this guy? I wandered in here. I smelled. I smelled weed and comic books. So I, I came in here. It was you it smelled was comic Jeff's, books here. Oh, it yeah, was, was Jeff's Jeff comic books and backpack. your weed. Yeah, <laughs> residue. Yeah. <laughs> comic book residue. <laughs> Ed Greer, you've been on Listcast before, but you've never been on the main Listcast Battlecast. Or this here main the, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Listcast is the yeah, one you bring, were on. Bring it up to the uh, up to the majors, right? We were and the live about show, major league. Yeah, the live show. Yeah, live you stream. were at our live backyard comedy show. That was really fun, by the way. I, it was I expected fantastic. it to be, you know. 10 minutes of hell, not for your audience or anything, but just being in, in, the, in the backyard, being hot or whatever. It was yeah. so cool. The setup that you had was so cool. I think everybody enjoyed it. And they stayed for both shows. Yeah. 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 People was... aren't going to leave when we're there. Come on. Don't be stupid. What's this guy? This guy thinks he's stupid. Dan Ewan, how are you doing? I'm fine. I'm excited More like, to be how here. are you Ewan? 
Oh, you. No, that was bad. How are you and doing? How's you and doing? I'm excited. It's my second time. This is your second time. How's Dan Dan? No. Dan Dan. Jeff. That didn't work. Why would you do that? Oh, no. Welcome to Chastise Radio. Yeah, exactly. Dan, tell the people a little bit about what you do. Um, I'm a writer, producer guy. Um, I'm currently uh, on a Disney show called Walk the Prank on Disney XD. I'm available on the Twitter machine at, at @vaguelyfunnydan, and I'm writing a bunch of other stuff and kicking about, you know, spinning a bunch of plates and trying to make that shit happen before I die. Very funny on Twitter on Thursday. Thank you. Very very funny before you die. Uh, my Thursday. ship will come in on Thursday. I've been assured. <laughs> I'm very excited for Thursday. You are very funny on the Twitter. Ah, thanks. I don't know. Now you say that about us. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. You guys are Say what ways it. we're pretty Can't, funny, that too. That coming from you guys. Do you follow Ed? <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. I that do. I do. Guys. I follow Ed. Yeah. Um, Who Ed doesn't? Greer is legit, and I love, I, I love the stand-up clips. Uh, I, I looked at to brush up on who Ed Greer is. Wow, oh, you did oh, that? Oh, my God. What, it's like a first research? date. That's yeah. awesome. Thank you I so did. much. I did. I want to know. Like, first time I saw guys. Ed do stand-up was when we did a show together. <laughs> after you, oh, after yeah. I booked him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's it's, it's all in the room. Yeah, Circle of life. Mm. From the day we arrive at Go the comedy on. show. Oh, that was good. Jeff, you're here. How are you doing? You know what? I'm yeah. doing great. Yeah, mm. tell me about yeah, well, how your week's been. We went to Hey, yesterday. hit it, Brett. You know, the hardest part of the show for me is the first few minutes. <laughs> it's hurtful because I think you care. Because I spent, I don't, I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in my life. I'd like you to care. When all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week. So that's nice. why we call the segment This Week in Me. And it's about to get really intense. Uh, unfortunately, the angle that the live stream's at is not allowing people to watch me play this on guitar because it's just kind of a shot of my face, so they don't <laughs> see my hands. But there was that was me. That looks like you're holding a like a USB filled with spy material. It it might be. It's like the subplot of Captain America Two. So Jeff, how are you doing? I'm good. Hit a breath. No. Oh. <laughs> I'm always doing all right. I'm always doing all right. Yay. Fine like wine, baby. Getting ready for the old Comic-Con Palm Springs coming up Oh, that's weekend. right. You're going to be at that. People should go see Jeff at I that. I am. I got my list of, uh, or I'm about to get my list, but I did get my first approved panel that I'm hosting, and it's uh, I'm hosting the Scotty Young one-on-one, which I'm really excited about. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's really, really dope, dude. Fun. Good job, that's Jeff. Awesome. It's fun. Scott, it's Scotty Young is very popular. Yeah. Palm Springs is a hoot. There, I said it's, it. It's fun. It's fun. They and you know they got uh, It's controversial. Well, they, they, I mean, it's, it's a, I do a favor, but they're just like, yeah, we'll give you a hotel room. Just come on over. They're like, we'll just have you do six things over three days. Oh, know. nice. So it's nice. It's and they're nice. giving you a free hotel? Yeah, yeah. Cool. It's nice to just get out of town. Yeah, I to know. To get away from the cats. We got Jess. Uh, Jess is watching care, the cats. She's take care of the cats for us. Yeah. Jess is great. <laughs> Can't beat that. Yeah. With her sweet little fishtail braid. Yeah. It's a long braid. Very long. So well, she's got long hair. Cats will have something to play with. Right? Little toy. Little, yeah. Little. <laughs> Cats are gonna kill Jess. Pants will get mad because now Pants doesn't have is the only one that won't have a tail. <laughs> I get it. My you know cat Pants. tailless cat. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. She's very sweet. Just very progressive. Yeah. So, what are we talking about today? Ooh, uh, we're talking about the South. <laughs> talking about Confederate monuments and Charlottesville and why we need to keep them around. 
Is that forever? Forever, y'all, man. Y'all you can't buddy. just go erase my history. Yeah, that's <laughs> that seems to be the argument. My and, history. And this was already plenty timely, but there's a Reuters poll that just came out that said fifty-four uh, percent of Americans support keeping Confederate monuments in place in all public places because I was wondering maybe if they were like oh, just where the racists live but no they they mean everywhere <laughs> and it all uh, those confederate monuments in Boston yeah exactly well there were there were a bunch in Baltimore Maryland yeah Baltimore yeah there were, <laughs> those there were moving That's lines the south <laughs> there were moving lines of, of secession at certain <laughs> points in time well ba- Baltimore's near Washington DC where it's just like yeah this is our power base this is you know so but, I could I could see that but the other part about yeah. that too is it's Baltimore so they were also a message oh yeah of course of course yeah they were all a mess most we'll get to yeah. it though but yeah and uh you're not going to believe this but the responses were sharply divided down racial and party lines <laughs> what? yeah yeah whites and uh republicans were more likely to want the monuments to stay in place Whoa. minorities and democrats wanted to get rid of them That's imagine strange. imagine there's no statues <laughs> <laughs> i wonder if you can so this is, uh, like I told everyone, one of the first times we've done a podcast with no notes, because I feel like we'll do some talking. Do we need notes for this? No. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Why? So, what's your favorite Confederate statue? Dan, go. Yeah, okay. Go. <laughs> I grew up in Athens, Georgia. Uh, my favorite Confederate statue is in downtown Athens, Georgia, and it's a double-barreled cannon. And why it's my favorite is because it's hilarious. <laughs> because the South was desperate, and they are losing the war, and they were like, well, what if we took what if two cannonballs were firing out of this shit, <laughs> and we'll put a chain between them, and it'll like oh, just mow shit. down people, right? Which sounds wicked as shit, right? Yeah, that does but sound so, pretty cool. <laughs> Here's what happens: <laughs> I can already Sorry. I'm ahead of you, and it's so, so great. They could never figure out. <laughs> this is like a desperation. This is like whoever the the cannon Albert Einstein of the South <laughs> is like. What if we did this? They could never figure out how to get both key, both to fire simultaneously. So one would shoot out first, and it would just fling off to the left or the right, and it could never. It had to be so perfectly. There was no mechanism to simultaneously do it. It never worked. It never got out of testing. Several people were maimed and cows and shit who were on the side of all these testing situations. It never was. It never even fucking worked. And so it's kind of this quirky, which in a strange way fits in Athens, Georgia. Yeah, I was going to say it that's never a very fucking worked. Thing, built it's a not honoring any a like monument one... to that. No, it's the cannon itself, oh. and they just like set it in place Put and ironed it. it to the you know, and like <laughs> welded it to the fucking floor in front of city hall. So it's kind of a quirky, stupid monument. It's not like a a big statue of a fucking Jesse McGillicuddy who murdered fifty eight. Yeah. You know, who knew, this is, you know, this is why we lost. So. Right. <laughs> It's kind of like a. It's kind of the bad news bear statue of civil wars. <laughs> civil wars thing, like. Wah, 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 wah. Um, Aren't they all so kind of like that? Yeah. No, they, like they all. Won. They all are. Yeah. But if I may, we were talking on the way up here when we first were kicking mm. around. If it is possible, wondering if it is possible to classify to to classify these monuments in a certain way, because okay, you're bumblefuck Tennessee, right, in the Civil War. And 3,000 of people from your town go off and fight in this civil war. And some of them are fucking 12 years old. And some of them are grown men, whatever. Mm. These people did go off and go die in a fucking war, come back with one arm, one leg, whatever. They come back to the town. 
the South surrenders. You build something that says, in honor of the people that went and fought in a war. You build it at that moment. Yeah. I believe that's fucking different than these monuments. And there's an amazing right, chart right. out there. I believe that is different than these. So the first were Plessy versus Ferguson, separate but equal. Rah, rah, rah. Yeah. You know, segregation forever. Rah, rah monuments that popped up. If you look at the chart, that was the biggest yeah, yeah. moment. The Jim Crow. Of uh, like, right. fuck yeah, segregation forever, where clearly people were feeling like, you know, vindicated by like their racism all along. And like r- suddenly all these schools are being named after Confederate fucking generals when there wasn't that immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's funny because it's clearly a, a passive resistance to uh, reconstruction. Like it's, it's so clearly that where they're like, you know what? Fuck these guys, man. We got to do something about right, it. Right. And once the Supreme court said, yeah, once the Supreme court was co-signing that, you just saw this pro this burst of like, Creepy pride happened. And then the second biggest burst in Confederate uh, memorials and naming schools after these people is right um, is right when desegregation happened, yeah, yeah. which is a big mm-hmm. middle finger Brown toward desegregation. Coming in. So right. I think that is, there is a creepiness factor based on how recent these memorials were built. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, more, they're more radioactive the sooner no they were built. You know no what I'm doubt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, someone's yeah. saying, man, this is my Civil War monument. Like, what's well, strange that that was 90 years after the Civil War mm-hmm. that yeah, why, one came up. Why is that? Why, right. why did you do that? Right. What and was... it, it's disingenuous to pretend, for anyone to fucking pretend, no, this is about celebrating the Civil War when it was built. But, uh, uh, but on the other side, uh, on, the, on the other side, too, as far as this present conflict, it's funny that it's black people, minority, chicks, you know, liberals, their cultural influence that has made this all of a sudden such a, such a toxic thing. We were talking about the fucking uh, uh, Dukes of Hazard with the uh, with yeah. You know, that's Dukes of Hazard mo- just came out in the two thousands. That's the most recent Confederate monument we have. So this like, this cr- <laughs> yeah this cresting <laughs> they of, remade it in the two thousands. Right, this cresting of anti Confederate sentiment is it's definitely a cresting. It's a big wave, and certain white people feel it hard. They're like. Fuck that! Do you see this giant wave of antipathy for this dope shit we did? This dope, uh, we tried to, to to keep these animals off our lawn. We tried, but we failed, so throw some shit up. They feel yeah. it hard that the people are tearing these things down. They feel it real hard. I like that. I like that they feel it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, it's like, I mean, my brother was a bank manager in North Carolina, and they literally had to have in employ at all times a one black and one white manager to deal with problems of different from different races because there are still white people that refuse to work with somebody who is black so he would that's insane so his like wow. best friend in north carolina was his co-manager who was black when i wow. bought and shit happened he's like he's like it's not like that was there and i was like oh why do they do this he's like very quickly there were people that were like i want to work with you because i don't want to work with him yeah, right. when I bought my car in fucking downtown L.A., the woman I worked with, was she was a Muslim woman. She had a headscarf. And as soon as like the manager introduced me, she was like, uh, are you okay working with me? And I, it, like for a second, I was like, why would you? And then I was like, oh, mm. no, because <laughs> I bet some people say they're not. Well, that's the interesting. And that's in Los Angeles, California. Right. Look at the fuckers in Charlottesville. Yeah, that we've known about crying Nazis from New Hampshire, run people oh, over Nazis from fucking Ohio, right? <laughs> Hot right. dog Nazis in Berkeley. How great is that? Hot and, dog Nazi, uh, right? Yeah, <laughs> but like, that's a that's a great point. It's I, 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 yes, and 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 I tell you this, I, I'm in Georgia. My whole, uh, you know, I'm in Georgia from sixth grade 
through high school, the first time I heard the N-word uttered by a white person was in New York City. That doesn't surprise me. I don't know if it's because there's such a Tarantino. (laughs) (laughs) I was with Jimmy Kahn at brunch, (laughs) and he was like... (laughs) Right, but like, but what a... But but it was... And I was... I mean, I don't know if it's because it's there's such Y'all a history get behind it. Very surprised about what goes on in the Northeast. There's yeah, people like it, black people all know. Like Ed Greer has known since he was a kid that there's racist shit going on in New England. You've been told that I'm assuming since <laughs> just you were there. It's New part, England, it's, but no, like, no, it's but part like of the handbook. New, the New, it's, New York. it's got more pages than a couple other states. But like, in, <laughs> in the handbook, it's got a few more pages. But like, people think that blue states are blue, but we're we are people that vote liberal and then you like the first time i heard heard that word was probably when i was five and that's because that's the first time i remember hearing it right like i grew up in an all white community in massachusetts and that shit it's a it was a very homogenous group it was all white people and like one black person and who do you think would end up getting into the most fights like the black kid ended up having to like there was a cross burning when i was in high school in new england from obviously one piece of trash. Right. Uh, but it was like, that was a thing. Like, there was a fight. A kid from, from Worcester moved to our town, and he was like a little more thug, a little more ghetto. And people were like, fuck this. We are a cow town. And people did not like it. And it created, like, there was mashal, massive racial uh, issues there in fucking 1997. Wow. In the, Massachusetts. Did they, yeah. did they declare martial law? Ah. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> What's the, the so this guy's used to Route <laughs> 9. <laughs> he's used to banging it on the Route 9 to Spags. <laughs> right? And then suddenly he's out in the middle of nowhere. He's out in fucking Charlton. <laughs> Charlton. No, his dad well, dude, wants to fucking yeah. telecommute. Right. Well, dude, I, the, the most racist place I've ever lived is upstate New York. And I lived in fucking South Dakota, which don't get me wrong, really close second, like super <laughs> close second. But I lived in South Dakota for 10 years and like people were racist, but it's like there's there's a real casual racism in the Midwest where it's just so prevalent. Like it like you're both like, oh, the first time I heard the N word, I was like I was like I was probably three or four because <laughs> yeah, right. my grandfather was oh. super racist. But in his defense, he was a cop. So <laughs> kind of gotta be, but my my mom had no excuse. My mom was also I'm not uh, afraid to say this. My mom's still alive, but my mom was super fucking racist when I was a kid. And the thing that changed her mind is one: my sister just started like. Uh, non-stop dating black dudes, which I was like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> really sticking it to mom. And then she had a kid. And uh, Is that how your sister got into smoking crack? Uh, <laughs> that's a Worcester question to ask. Wow. That's a Worcester question. Is it? By, that's do you mean by, is it a, do you yes. mean by having kids? Because, yes, I think that's yes. when it started. was Parenting joke. After the kids, but... You know, she had she had a kid who was mixed, and my mom was like, "Oh, okay. Like, uh, I guess no. I'm just not racist She's anymore." Like, These it was like, live through it. It was right, like fucking like this one. 
Yeah, it was like, I like this one. overnight all of a sudden, and then she, like she was fine. But well, no room to carry that bullshit when it's your family from now on. Like you, yeah, like, but you even then, I was that. like, well, then what the fuck were you basing it on before? Like you yeah. lived in Janesville, right. Wisconsin. But it's always when you suddenly have a personal connection to something that you can no longer yeah. paint it with a broad exactly. brush. I kind of feel like my yeah. niece was the first black person she met. Yeah, and right. she was just like, oh, oh, oh. But see, but, yeah. but see and that, that's the thing. You get you get chastised in certain places when you try to say, like, yo, just talk to some of these people. Because it's like, nah, fuck that. Yeah. There's no talking to these pieces of shit. It's like, <laughs> well, when when's, when's the last time you heard that shit? You know, yeah. who, what type of person was saying that shit before? You know right. what I'm saying? So like, so, like, come on. like, But at the same time, dude, these echo chambers, man, do echo chambers dueling is – is America right now? Yeah, right. And, yeah, and that's why there's Definitely. all this civil war shit too. Civil war. We they really think that we're on the verge of of a certain sort of civil war. We've been on a cultural civil war for the last ten, fifteen years. Right. But but like almost like a physical one building up from all that rhetoric. We feel that coming. You know what I'm saying? So it's like these Confederate monuments mean so much more to right. a side that feels like they're shots fired. Right. Right. Yeah. There's a certain side that feels like yeah, man, we should fucking secede. Like, we make all the technology, we invented the wheel, we did this, we survived the fucking Wait, potato famine, yeah. we fucking came over from Italy, blah, blah, blah. This, this that's, bl- glob that's Boston. Of, You're yeah. Like, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know what I'm saying? There's this glob of whiteness that feels Italian like it's being shunted or pushed. Famine? You know what I'm saying? This glob, yeah. this glob of whiteness that feels like these motherfucking black hands are pushing us well, into yeah. a shape that we don't like. I think it's... And it's like this, rah, fuck that. It's It's... When well, they said it too. It's like when the oppressors finally see an even keel, that's when they start to feel oppressed. Yeah, and it's one of those situations. Yeah, equality, where like, yeah, equality feels like, like equality oppression. feels like yeah. oppression. Yeah. yeah, when it, I mean, and to be fair, like being a white guy is fucking awesome. Like I. You to gotta try fair. it. You gotta try <laughs> to it. It's fair. fucking dope. Yeah, I'm gonna get with Eddie no. Murphy's makeup people. We're gonna like, do some white chicks. I've never type I, no, shit. And, it, and it really it never is more evident than when I've been pulled over by the police. Oh, my God. How it, great it, is it, it getting just, pulled over, right? I am always like, ah, crap. Now I'm going to get a ticket. And and to an African-American, it's like, I need to keep my hands in plain sight and like, or I could, like, that, that person's coming up with a hand on a gun. I've never had that. I got, do you remember the straddling the lane ticket that I got in Burbank? Yeah. Like, uh, was it last year or something where I literally, I, I was like, I pulled over to the yeah. side and I, you know, I, I, I hands on the, and the guy's like, oh, you know, I was like, well, this is my apartment. Do you mind if I get out of the car while we're here? I've, I've been in my car for quite some time. And I get out, and he, he actually writes me the ticket for straddling the lane. He's like, it looks like you were on your phone. I'm like, actually, my phone's off and charging right here. And he was like, well, it looks like... And he gave me a ticket for straddling the lane. And I, I stared at him, and I'm like, really? And he was like, <laughs> is there a problem? And I looked at him, I'm like, well, I mean, you can probably give me this ticket legally, but even you have to admit you're being a dickhead about it. <laughs> <laughs> and he, like, he was like taken aback, and I was like, yeah. And, and then so I started walking back to my apartment and a car almost hit me. And I looked back at the cop and I said, hey, 26 and a 25. You want to give her a ticket for going a mile over? <laughs> nice. Yeah. And then he goes, well, you weren't in a crosswalk. So technically it would be your fault. And I was like, we're in a residential zone where there are no crosswalks. And, and I, just, I basically I might as well have been like right. flipping the right. off the it's whole like, time. I beat the ticket. Just- like he never came back. Like I fought it in court and won. Yeah. Right. Like that's some well, white privilege. Well, like I mean, no I, I very felt, much. I felt like I felt like I was watching like the Lord of the Rings or something just now. Like listen to that story. I was like oh, there's an action. There's adventure. The, oh, hero, the hero might win. I called <laughs> a five foot eight Burbank cop a dickhead <laughs> to his face. To his face. And I beat the ticket. Oh God, it was so. Well, he didn't show up because he knew he wasn't going to win. Yeah, yeah. He didn't show up. I won. 
I won. I called him a dickhead to his face, and I won. White, oh. white. And I roasted the shit out of him across the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and you're roasting him right now. Fuck that guy, officer, whatever the fuck your name is. White privy. Yeah. Yeah, it's dope. No, I, I, just, I just think people really need to start concentrating more on culture, though, because there's like a lot of people of a certain culture that go across. Whatever. There's like I saw Bill Maher and some Muslim dude who used to be uh, kind of a terrorist a little bit. And now he's like a super prize winning author about like how he beat it or whatever. And now he's against it and shit. And him and Bill Maher are chopping it up about religion. About it. It's they're part of the same culture. They, you know what I'm saying? They Bill Maher and this Muslim dude are the same culture. They don't they don't like extremist Muslims, and they make a big deal about it, make a big part of their life about it. We stretch across cultures. You and I are part of a culture because we like comic books and stuff, and we can recognize artists by looking at the book. Ron Swallow's not even Stop pulling me into your... (laughs) (laughs) No, Ron Swallow's not even that culture. He can't look at a book and tell who who drew it and and place when it came out. So we're part of a culture. But I'm against extreme studios. (laughs) I don't think anybody's for extreme studios. It's Rob Liefeld's Rob Liefeld, Sure. Okay, what are we yeah, saying? We're not this the explains, audience. This the bottom line is cultures. I think people need to start concentrating more on cultures instead of like colors and shit. Because yeah. I feel like they're already those goofy ass black conservatives. They really think they're welcome because they really feel like they're part of that culture. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? And they just it, and that's how they get them. It's just like, do you like shooting guns? Do you like certain regressive policies? Well, fuck it. Come kick it with us. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it crosses the culture. They love having that black guy to be able to spout that shit. Right. Oh, man. So in and, and, and you know, what I'm, saying? I'm just saying like and that's even kind of backfiring on Fox News and just news. Like, they're, they're, you, in Fox News, they're they're, they're turning like well, all the black. Well, there, Monday, yeah, there was the one anchor yeah. who just railed on Trump, which Ebony, was fucking great. Ebony Clark? What's her uh, last name? Ebony something? Yeah, I don't... Yeah, Ebony something. Yeah, yeah e- Ebony remember. something. That's fast. So <laughs> apropos... Is it, bad that, I, it's is it bad that the only part I remember is Ebony? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the part that's important. But I don't know if you saw... There was a clip also going around where it was two guests. They were both black. One was conservative. Uh, one was uh, a Democrat. And... Uh, or liberal, whatever. And this anchor was kind of trying to bait the conservative guy into admitting that there were bad people on both sides. And they both just like broke down crying about Trump. And like the conservative guy, like the first, the the liberal, the woman talks and she's like fucking weeping. And the woman's like like, a woman. And the the Fox (laughs) News anchor is like, well, there's bad people on the both sides. And then she throws to the other guy, and he's like, I've never felt more disrespected by a president in my life. <laughs> well, and he goes on this rant about how fucking, how, how Trump basically sold out what few black followers he had. Like, and, I'm know. so confused as to why cons- more high-ranking conservatives aren't livid that their party has been subverted. Like I don't. It yeah. doesn't blow my mind. It blows handed, my mind because they've been handed a blank check for every other fucking piece of legislation they've ever had a wet dream about putting through. But they're so. not putting anything through. They, like they've got to get. They've got to get. Oh, because like nothing's right. going well, we're only, through. We're only half. We're only half of one. God, shit. It hurts to say we're one. We're sixteen <laughs> yeah. percent of the fucking. We're fifteen percent of the way there. Yeah, like, but yeah. shit gets shit gets done still, and it hasn't. And like, but the thing is, is like. Their party has now become, literally, has become the bad guys. Like they're doing everything they can to be villains, and like 
everyone's starting to notice. No, you just they just yeah. hope there's such a reckoning with that 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 pendulum sp- swings back the, so fucking hard. The only thing oh, that's saving the conservative please. party is infighting in the left. It's the only thing. And 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 if we don't get over that in the next year before the mid yeah right. That is so crucial. It won't happen. Because the fuck, that they're loving it. The people are and still fighting over Bernie versus Hillary, this, which already happened. Right. Yeah. Meanwhile, and I and I absolutely understand that those monuments are fucking a oh, front to goodness. No, but well, we're talking about the monuments. But that issue is such a losing issue for the fucking left because it will yep. congeal yeah. the right yep. around a culture war mm-hmm. branding. And that's something Trump has always fucking branded. First time I was ever on here, we talked about before the election. Yeah. I was like, right. branding, 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 branding. Right. Liar, lying, lying this person, lying that yeah. person. That, you know, and, and it will just allow them to paint. Again, the person who paints with a broad stroke is going to get people mm-hmm. to those polls blindly. And the guess, if there's freaking infighting and one person on the left is damaging one of the other candidates on the left, perhaps mortally. It's so, it's so, I, okay, I come from Georgia, if, which is considered a red, uh, a red state. If you lined up 100 voters in Georgia, 47 of them vote Democrat. That's barely a fucking red state. Is that Athens state. or is that Georgia? No, that's Georgia. That's All of these of, places that but, we write, we say are. But what if you I did a show in Athens and it was fantastic? Yeah, right. But 40. what if you lined that up along not cultural, but going back to what Ed said? What if you lined that up on race? How much of that forty-seven percent is white? Right. In no, Georgia? that's. Uh, I'm not I mean, sure. That's really because that's no, really for what sure. it comes down for to. Sure. Is Atlanta is voting. You know, Atlanta is voting Democrat because Atlanta is predominantly black city. Right. I mean. All things yeah, no, they, well, dude, but I, I think we're missing the whole point of like the, all the gerrymandering and shit oh. that that yeah. that the Republicans did so that they can win certain districts. It's like that's super serious when you look at the, the dude, the House and the Senate is just all of those fuckers, and the president is that dude. And like you said, they they can't get anything anything done. Yeah, it's because they are in general in in favor of him being in there because he's a Republican, but everything else he stands for, a lot of the Republican dudes really don't like. Yeah, and, and yeah. but but they, just like when uh. uh it's hard to buck your party. That's the thing about having a binary system, right? Yeah, Joe Lieberman. That's the one. He was yeah. the big one. And he, yeah, there have been a few. In. But it's very rare. Yeah. And the, the thing about the Confederate statue issue right now is it plays into uh, the idea, at least for the people on the right who are worried about this and throw this phrase around, it plays into the white genocide idea. Where because genocide? Well, yeah, I mean, of course. Oh, wrong one. Uh, <laughs> I did the cunt dinger for genocide. Uh, no, um, disrespect genocide. Like yeah, that. but I mean, part of genocide involves erasing history. Like when uh, when Ceausescu was assassinated in Romania, he was accused of genocide, but he wasn't murdering people. He was just erasing the history of an entire race within that country and that's what i think that's that's what they're trying to play into to rile that side up is that oh they're erasing your history but that's not the kind of history you celebrate in a country there's a reason there's no statues of hitler in fucking germany because when something like you acknowledge it happened so you don't forget it it belongs in a museum like well no i get that argument like well if we erase (laughs) history how do we how do we remember it 
for events like that, you don't remember the people who fought to keep it in place. You remember the victims. And are you studying like, where monuments? are the fucking slavery monuments? Like, is there even a big monument to victims of slavery in the United States? I'm sure there is a few. I mean, the, yeah. the, one, the one that comes to the one that comes to mind. Key into your fucking point. The one that comes to mind is is one of Lincoln. I don't remember where it's at, but it's of Lincoln and this like slave like on his knees, and Lincoln is like, oh, yeah, like bestowing exactly. upon it. That's White that's Jesus. the one. That's the one to slavery that right, there is. Right. And that's there isn't any break. Yeah, there's no Superman breaking the chains. There's no John Henry fucking up the Harry train. Harriet Tubman. <laughs> Harriet Tubman. Okay, where are the Tubman statues? There must be some. Right. Is there a slavery I, museum? There's a Holocaust museum. Is there a slavery t- t- museum? Yeah. Tell, I, I tellingly, bet, yeah, there, there definitely there is. is. There's yeah. a, there's a bunch of them, but definitely tellingly, there's a huge, super expensive looking like Han Solo and Carbonite ass. MLK statue. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, it's sure. like, yeah, boy, he was kind of like, you know, he, he kind of learned our handshake and we kind of learned his. Right. We killed yeah. Him. You know, it's like, oh, okay, good. You know what yeah. I mean? The, what the statue thing and the footage of the statues coming down and the footage of the statues being taken away, it just allows there to be a clip on Facebook for Joe Bob to share with Mary Beth yep. that shows yeah. an erasing of culture. So for people who feel like, oh, the culture is getting away from us, and oh, mm-hmm. every, you know what, what has happened to the good old days, and you mm-hmm. see that. And very important language that the right is now using is, what's next? George Washington coming down? What's next? Yeah, yes, let's so, talk about so, it. So, but, but that the, yeah. is very important. That is speaking to white people who are above the Mason-Dixon yeah, line right. and west of the Mason-Dixon line. Yep. All of them. On the right saying, <laughs> no, this is never going to stop. Uh, Next, it's the Washington statues. Dude. Next, all of history has gone yep, that, pre-1970. That, dude, you know? that, that thing speaks very much to, and I, I hate to say it, but almost all white people. That speaks very much to because it's like, okay, hold on. There, there does have to be a point, and maybe the point is this point. Maybe we got to stop it right here. Yeah, you know what right. I'm saying? So it, it, it swings it back around. And, and it it's ties like, into everyone. Well, wasn't it's, there it's a, a point? Smart, yeah, it's a smart branding thing. Uh, t- Trump, I got to say, Trump, they say he's so fucking dumb, but him throwing that in there as a talking point, whoever gave him that talking point, I don't give a fuck. He delivered it with conviction. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He yeah, delivered Trump's that shit with conviction. Dumb. Right. That, like, then suddenly, did look white at the people in the North. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but white people in the North whose, whose ancestors fought to keep the Union together and fought tooth and nail against the Confederacy are suddenly defending the Confederacy. Right, right. Because they don't want to see the George Washington monument taken down or anything of that nature. Next, they'll be coming for all history. And Christopher Columbus, what about Columbus? Which is is specious, though. monument stays up in Detroit. Absolutely. But, dude, I I, I think I solved it, though. In my own mind, I was driving over here, and I was thinking about it. And I was thinking about, okay, the cost to the taxpayer of taking these things down and and even putting them in museums and stuff, taking them out of state. And I'm just like, dude, why don't we just modify them for everybody to enjoy? So like Robert E. Lee on his horse getting dunked down by Shaq. <laughs> and the fucking horse is whinnying and it's going backwards. <laughs> and, Louisiana, and, right? And, yeah, and, and Robert E. Lee's hat is coming off and Shaq is just dunking the fucking Shaq's, ball right but, off but, of him. But you know, the right and the right sculptor yeah. could make it so that if you took it from one angle... If you don't, if you want it just to be Robert E. Lee, uh-huh. you don't see the shack. Right. And then if you, you take it from the other end. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm just saying. I'm gonna go with them, but yeah, no, you I, definitely know alterations. See yeah, yeah, yeah. But especially if you're, you're the type that's there to see a Robert E. Lee statue, <laughs> and then people you're gonna right. see Shaq. You're gonna and see by the way, is see. there not a better way to describe reparations than just Shaq dunking on <laughs> right. Robert E. Lee? Dude, exactly. In lieu of reparations, we're spending 2.5 billion dollars <laughs> adding Shaquille fucking O'Neal yeah. to every Confederate statue. Hey, the, the, the NBA will match funds. It's <laughs> <laughs> perfect advertising. Ed Greer wins on that one. That, there that's it is. It. That's great. Just yeah. The Shack attack. The Shack yeah. attack. That what we were just talking about though leads into something else I want to talk about though, which is the the protest itself and the idea of either punch Nazis or let Nazis talk. That that's I think another really divisive issue right now, and I I think it's I think it's a distinction like. I feel like it's an important distinction to make right now. Like, uh, punch Nazis, yeah, but be selective about when you punch your Nazis. <laughs> I think punch Like, Nazis. if you see a Nazi doing some Nazi shit, punch a Nazi. But if you see a Nazi standing in... If you see 18, 18 Nazis <laughs> standing in the courtyard of a college and there are 3,000 of you, just let those motherfuckers talk. Like, just Do you let them talk or you just not punch them? You don't punch them. Like you don't have to yeah, don't you don't let have to talk. let them talk, but don't don't like don't lead with violence with because I I feel like it speaks to the same thing where it's like how ISIS wants to If die. there are protests on both sides, Trump is going to start with the branding also. Mm-hmm. And both sides, I tweeted a whole thing about this. What it will do is it will allow him to label both sides as radical elements in the United States, mm-hmm. who both want to undermine our system coaster? of government. Right. So he can say, uh, well, the white nationalists on the right, they're doing that. And also the socialists and black lives. Because yeah. once you say socialists and black people, that's when you're going to get the people above the Mason-Dixon line also who yeah. are like, wait, what? Yeah. I thought those were just people who didn't support Trump. I didn't know they were socialists. Right. And it's And I didn't know they wanted to kill cops, which is not had has never right. been part of any of the official platform well, of anything. Yeah. But, right. right. And it's, it, it's it, always those one fucking jerk offs that show up with yeah. those signs and right. you're like, Well, now you're gonna be on Breitbart as yeah, you're gonna and, be reused I, I would, as yeah. every photo yeah. for every protest. I think it it also gets into the echo chamber thing where you have to let people ask questions and talk about shit. Because right now saying no, maybe don't punch first. People are like, you're supporting Nazis. And it's like, right, right, right. no, I don't want the country to disintegrate well, no, right it's, now. It, it, it's a bigger conversation. It's like I went to yeah. Politicon. I went to Politicon and I went to like a uh, Black Lives Matter uh, um, fucking uh, symposium or whatever. And I sat behind three Trumpers or whatever. And they were like giggling to each other while all the fucking grandmas cried about their babies and shit. And I'm on the outside like I don't have a baby. I was yeah. my mom's only kid. I, I kept my nose pretty clean. And I, I survived because of multisyllabic words every time I fucking got pulled over by police. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, th- I, I, don't, I, I get it and I don't get it. And so I'm watching this shit. But the thing I did get was this chick. She goes, um, yeah, and the thing is, we got to disband the Los Angeles PD. 
And she got like a little applause from this little pocket over here, but most of the people were just like, what the fuck are you talking about, bitch? You're fucking up right now. Yeah. And yeah. these are the people who always get to talk. These are the people who who grab the mic and they just filibuster and they get their shit in. These idiots. Yeah. And I think it's time for, for reasonable people to talk more to each other so yeah. that we can see what the real litmus test of the country is because we're relying on a bunch of Facebook memes and weird bullshit. This, Facebook's this, making it yeah, really this, hard. Dude, dude yeah. this emojiification of, emo- of your um, your real emotions is ridiculous. Yeah. I'm either frowny face or weird cat face or crying. Fuck you. I'm like a bunch of different shit. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, 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 uh, on Facebook, and this is just talking about the equating, again, a big strategy on the right, equating Black Lives Matter with, with, with Charlottesville. Right. With those right. guys. And I had put a status. It was just pointing out. It's easy to call this the South problem, but look at where those people from Charlottesville right. are from. And named all the places. Yeah. And this distant relative, it's always a distant relative on Facebook, right? Mm. But I know, and it's exactly what Black Lives Matter did in in Missouri and in oh they in love Milwaukee. Doing that. It, they yeah. come in and just stir the pot. Like, what are you saying? Are you saying normally our African Americans are really well? They know their place. Like, what are you saying? Something outrageous mm. happened in in Missouri. Something outrageous happened in Milwaukee, and those places exploded. And I was able to look it up. And 133 of 155 people arrested in Missouri were from there. And they weren't some agitators from out right, of state, right, but the right. idea—it's—it's it's such a strategy to equate those two. It. Oh, they're on both sides, and it's yeah, yeah. And, it's and a, you, the more never... people like that disband the LAPD and, right. and kill those cops. those people. Those people get a big mic in their hand, just like just like when when anything horrible happens, who gets the mic? If if I see an accident, do I get the mic or does man motherfucker this motherfucker came yeah. out the sky? This motherfucker came <laughs> out the sky. <laughs> That guy auto tune. Why do you have to shit on me right in front of me? <laughs> right. That guy gets the mic. Is all I'm saying. And, right. And it's, yeah. a, it's a protection. It's to to pitch something else into the echo chamber to tumble around like a fucking brick in a in a, in a washer. You know what I mean? And yeah. Yeah. Dark times. Dark times. Can you Re- say that? There is oh. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. 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 We like to have a good time. Jeff may cross the line. No, I don't. <laughs> it is weird, though, when you see when, when you're not considered, like you're being considered, like people on the left are now being considered centrists if they're not like, you know what we should do? Disband the entire government. <laughs> what? what? I'm, I'm in the center now because I'm, I'm liberal? Like I'm just liberal and I'm not insanely? Like that's the thing now. It's like, like yeah. the idea of centrism, and I see it everywhere as being like this awful thing. And it's like, I mean, is that really is, is well, Bernie okay, but, still but, your but guy it, when it's twenty twenty and he's dead? But look, yeah. two years, but like, look, look at, not going to make it. Look at even even the pro- the process of protest. If you really look at it, one of the best protests I've ever seen of Nazi anything was this white dude. He rolled up on this Nazi dude who was like saying his speech, and the guy's just going no. No, <laughs> yeah, no. I like just the- in his face. He's just saying no, and yeah. I, I saw that, and I was like, he's not touching him. It's just, it's just, yeah. it's, it's real. Like you and your sister, right? Yeah, I am not yeah. touching you. I right, am not touching exactly. you. And it was really effective and all that jazz. But I'm just thinking, turning our populace into that is freaking me out. Even if it's Nazis, I would hate right. Nazis. I hate Nazis as much as anybody. Uh, you know, uh, if a Nazi tried to physically do anything to me, they get super fucked up in my mind, you know, in yeah. my combat <laughs> fantasies. So I, all that shit. But like turning us into it. a bunch of yeah. 
when people start doing something bad, bad, whatever yeah, the fuck yeah. bad is, eh, turning us into that, I don't, I don't, I don't think I like it. Well, what I about getting like people fired? Where are you at on the getting people fired? Uh, uh, the doxing, full, full face Nazi rally. You're on your own, kid. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 yeah. <laughs> like no, like your if your job is contingent on how you behave, like hot dog, like work, hot dog, fuck you, heating up hot dogs, dude. If I was a Nazi <laughs> teacher, I wouldn't go to the fucking rallies. They'd be like, how can they want me to do the kids? Yeah, that that to me is like the definition of free speech because it's like, yes. well, uh, Nazis. If you're mad about that, do the same thing to the counter protesters. Tell tell their jobs that they were at an anti-Nazi rally yeah, exactly. and see if they get fired. Yeah. You have every right to do the same thing they're doing to you. Th- yeah. that's, There's that's, a reason it's, it's in you're the ones getting fired. And it's if in you public. Look, and it's like Reddit. Yeah. You know, when you looked at like all those back when they're like the Gamergate thing and they were doxing, they were doxing people not to get them fired, but to have people mail them harassing. That's the whole that's why fucking Milo was kicked off of Twitter and everything like that. Yeah. And they were doxing to harass. And this doxing is to call attention to Nazi beliefs in 2017 in the United States of America. And it's like, yeah, yeah, you should lose your job. Yep. Agreed. Although I will say that guy could have harmlessly been making hot dogs for the next six decades. And now he may be the architect of a future Holocaust. We don't know. It could be a butterfly effect. What's wrong? Oh, you know, I that. want the racists making fucking hot dogs. I don't want oh. them making laws. But you know, you know what I think. I I, <laughs> I, I, I agree don't think with that's going to be the no, progress. No, 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 he's no, no. Make. I, I agree with not. you. I agree with you that there's going to be a butterfly effect. But the thing is, <laughs> that what's going to happen is he's going to become a painter. So it's going to all come. <laughs> it's going to all come yeah. full circle. You know what I'm you saying? Know, so don't worry about it. It's a total Hitler art school situation with that hot dog guy. Keep an eye on him. <laughs> it is very whatever he does. It's probably going to be worse than heating up some frankfurters in Berkeley. That's all I'm saying. What's a Nazi doing in Berkeley? Like, what? Are, yeah, what are you? The, well, did one, he the enroll dude, there? The dude that runs Bert, Bright Breitbart right now is he? He graduated Berkeley. Yeah, there is this this handful of counter. There's an insurgency. I mean, there'd have to be. It's such a homogenous. Yeah, it would. There would yeah. have to be a response, and that's another thing people don't understand that these are just responses, right? The first black after the first black president, all of a sudden we're in a new fucking civil war, and during the black president, a bunch of Negroes are getting shot. It's like, oh, I don't know why these things are happening. Yeah, exactly. I don't see any correlation. You know, it, it's so ridiculous. I think to Facebook me. Live also had and, a lot to do. <laughs> yeah, those and, Negroes were getting shot before. Oh we yeah, had wait. A black well, president. just just phones. Period. I yeah. I, I but. Dude, I'm a connoisseur of Negroes getting shot videos. I saw those on those old Sprint phones with the, fir- the first color screen. I was like, one of the first things I saw was a Negro getting they shot. Just stop playing snakes you know? so you I'm, can watch the fish. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm on. I like incesticide as far as how deep I go on, on my knowledge of Negroes. The Nirvana reference, right? right? That was wow. Jesus. I go deep. The on incesticide that shit. of police brutality <laughs> videos, murder videos. Well done. <laughs> that was great. Did you just say KKK? <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the new it sound is, effect for KKK. You know, it, it is strange, though, because the KKK, they used to be hooded. And now it's become just guys dressing up in either black T-shirts or in fucking military gear. And it's it's because of the, the president we have in <laughs> office. Yeah. But uh, kind of speaking to what you were just saying, it's... People feel though that side feels emboldened by having a president like Trump in office, and that's understandable. Like, of course they do. Like, of course, 
Your yeah. president seems like a Nazi. You're a Nazi. You're like, that's my guy. <laughs> the American population decided that this was the guy that is okay. Right. So we're okay but now. I feel like what's really important is the other side's reaction to those Nazis. Like, do we get scared? And, like, I, like you can't let them being emboldened by the president make them the target. The president is still the fucking problem. Like, this administration that's in office right now is the reason Nazis feel this fucking confident. And I'm, I, I'm not, I mean, I'm not saying, like, just let Nazis fucking run free, but don't get distracted. We can't get distracted well, and get scared because we have a president that's emboldening Nazis. Yes, we need no. to get mad but, but for, that there's a president emboldening Nazis. Rocking the, rocking the Boston right now with the Red Sox cap in front yeah. of me. What happened in Massachusetts this weekend was yeah, beautiful. Right. And like, was yeah. important. Yeah. And it involved Nazis, but it really wasn't about those fucking Nazis. It was about reclaiming what America really is about. And you right. can do both. I'm saying, like, you can do but both all things. I, all I'm saying is don't Start the violence. That's fine. But you have to understand how punch Nazis, and then and then the minute homes. you have the the gall to say, okay, ease up, maybe don't punch every Nazi every time you see a Nazi, and then people are like, you're a Nazi. Like we have to get past that shit. Yeah. Or we're gonna fucking wreck well, this country on our own. That's that's yep. the part of the left that's cannibalizing itself. Yeah. And they're calling people that say maybe don't. They're like, oh, you're a centrist. Would it be better if Obama just had drones bomb all the Nazis? And you're like, fuck. Off. <laughs> well, that, but here, here's a conundrum that I, that there, there's a there's a grand conundrum to the response to so-called racism and so-called fascism. There's a, there's a there's a profound conundrum to it. When someone calls you the N-word as a black person, you have two choices. One, you can be a coon ass bitch and ignore it and let it slide. Or you could be a real motherfucker and fuck him up and probably go to jail and probably fuck your life up and probably ruin yourself and probably act more like an animal than you ever have in your whole fucking life. Those are your choices. And that, my friend, is a fucked up way to see the world. And, and when you start letting it be a binary equation between oh, I'm going to fuck him up and total inaction pussiness, when right. you let your worldview become that. It, it does make you either become a total fucking pussy and not do anything, or go put a be be like some of the Antifa people put do the mask, do the Batman thing. Be like, dude, I must, I must fuck these Nazis up because check it out. This is the conundrum I have with Nazis. Nazis say they want to exterminate you and kill you, but that's all they do is say it. Right. So they Until walk around they and do it. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm but saying though. We've but been... they put you in a conundrum as a person to if you fuck them up preemptively. Where's preemptive war gone in the past? A lot of fucked up places. So you fuck somebody up preemptively with your grand knowledge of what's going to happen. It's it's they put you in a position where you're the villain, and that's how they're trying to win this info wars. You see what I did there? They're, try, <laughs> they're trying to win this info wars by positing that you're attacking them and you're driving them out. They're they're doing a victim thing, just like like a Taliban thinks the fucking Star Wars is about them. Yeah, and the thing is, when you say, "Well, we can't wait until it happens." The difference with the 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 first Nazis, the throwback Nazis, it was the first time we'd seen that. Like there had been repressive, I mean, but no, there had been repressive regimes, but not 
to that scale in the modern era. Well, the Russian pogroms happened in the 1900s, and even during the Revolutionary War, there were Jews that were massacred. Right, there were Jews, Jews that were massacred, but it's not on the scale of the Holocaust. Well, Russian and pogroms also were systematically didn't... happening but, over centuries. <sighs> but I mean, that, that but is you still get a what thing. I'm saying. Russia didn't also immediately try to go to war with every country on Earth. Like, the Nazi regime was a different thing, and they followed... They they laid the groundwork. We know how they did it now. I mean, they had some of the best mythology overall yeah. because, because it was tapping into old Germanic mythology, too. Like, and, like, we're supposed to trod this land. And that's the danger to me in everyone constantly citing Godwin's law. Like, you have to wait until Nazis... Uh, start killing Jews before you can call them Nazis. No, we know how Nazis work now. They exist. We can start calling them Nazis whenever they start acting Nazi-like, and Trump did that right away. Well, th- this the is point now is to stop them, but like, it, I don't know. It, it's, I, I just I feel like we're a little better prepared to deal with it this time, also because it's happening here. Like, it happened in fucking Germany, and those they build cars, but they don't fucking build. Well, empires. they were also. They, I mean, the 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 fact of the matter is, they were massively depressed. They were still reeling from the results of World War One. They, uh, they and World were, War One ended. They, they were their noses were rubbed in, and a puppet government was set up. They yep. were not. I mean, it, yeah. there is such a thing as letting a place lose a war with dignity in a weird. And Germany. Well, you know why, right? I mean, that all ties back to uh, the Franco-Prussian War. But 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 yeah. the fact the well, fact the Franco Prussian war falls back to the Peloponnesian war. The fact that all of these <laughs> super sick real fucking wars are being compared to our present political state yeah. right. is is indicative well, of how fucked up people's minds are because they think, <laughs> oh, but dude, they put that monkey in there for eight motherfucking years, not for eight motherfucking but, years, and his wife is doing push-ups with my little kids, and what the fuck is going on? Right. Those people think that they lost on a scale of like the bugs, yes. the, the Starship Trooper bugs came down and and now we work for them they think that that obama winning is akin to that there's that and when i was early on comparing trump to hitler uh i made the point that at some point he's really going to go hard for the black community it was in all of his uh campaign platforms Mm -hmm. and not go hard like kill them like really start trying to appeal to the black community and i was like when I was saying, you know, he could win. Like, Hitler won. Like, Hitler came to power. Why couldn't Trump win? And people were like, America's not as bad as Germany was. <laughs> and I'm like, do you live in Appalachia or Chicago? Mm. Like, if you live in an in inner city neighborhood where there's a lot of drugs and a lot of gun violence, or you live in one of these rurally, rural, depressed areas that brought Trump to power, you don't think America is great. And that's where the bubble came in where... People on the left were like, no, America's not like that. But it, some people, whether America's like that or not, one for one thing, for some people it is. Yeah. Uh, for some people, the conditions people... they're living in are trash. As as bad as any fucking third world country. A, a lot of most of the people that were like, it's not that bad, have degrees. And they've grown up in in single family homes and, and they, they've done all right. this shit. But but you brought up like the 1930s Germany was this and this and this. Well, yeah. But current day America is this and yeah. this and this to I some mean, people re- too. Remember the economy the was yeah, still had. Yeah. brutally, yeah. Yeah. you know, and that was done by wealthy white men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they 
torpedoed the entire country. The entire middle class. Like, like they just shattered it. They destroyed it. And that is exactly what happened. When, when, when Germany became Germany after the Franco-Prussian War, they signed in the, the Palace of Versailles just as a middle finger to France. They didn't have to do it. They signed in the fucking Hall of Mirrors in the Palace of Versailles. France always had a boner for Germany after that to take them out. So when Germany lost World War I, instead of a fair and equitable uh, cessation of power, Germany was instructed to pay for the entire war. And what they did is they basically bankrupt the entire nation. And then you hear the stories of wheelbarrows full of money to buy a loaf of bread, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And they basically had their dicks pushed into the dirt for 20 years before somebody showed up and was like, let's make Germany great again. That's like literally the platform he went on. He, you, what, the only difference is Hitler had the balls to be in the military. Right. But, but so – and in order to successfully do what he did, you need boogeymen. And, and Donald Trump showed the right boogeymen – he had a boogeyman for anyone who had something wrong with their fucking lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was the is the Mexican guy coming over to take the jobs. Or it was guys shooting each other in Chicago. Boogeyman they well, could shoot you next. Or mm-hmm. it's I mean, the, you show people the right boogeyman. Yeah. They're yours. I'm but I do this is scary as shit. I don't believe the electorate being what it is. I don't believe Republicans can ever win the popular vote again. And they don't need to, and they know they don't need to. That's... And they are gonna plan accordingly. Yeah, if they disenfranchise yeah. the right fucking people and and scare the right the right people in the right places, they're gonna eat, they can eat well, wins every time. Uh. States' rights at some point becomes a way to lock down elections too, because if it's like if if say pre existing conditions, I brought this up before. If pre existing conditions become a states' rights issue, and you absolutely have to live somewhere where pre existing conditions are not a problem. That's probably going to be a blue state like California or somewhere that's set itself up as a sanctuary state. Mm. And you're going to flee that red state you're living in fucking angry at Trump. You're going to go to California and you're going to cast a worthless fucking vote because of the Electoral College. And you can repeat that with immigration. If Mm. you have family members who have been here, not technically legally, but what people don't realize is a lot of these people getting deported have been for years checking in and you know, doing everything they need to do, like being in touch with immigration the whole time. Yeah. And then they just show up to one meeting and now they're getting deported. If you're one of those people in California as a sanctuary state, you're going to be like, fuck it. We have a good life here, but maybe we need to go to California just to be safe. It's the new grapes of wrath. Yeah. And it's just, <laughs> it's, it's just people fleeing red states because of red state policies and going to blue states. Well, and well, we it, talked about the grand echo chamber, right? You start, you start to be in these places where you like to be and you just be, I like to hear this music. I like to yeah. be this person. And you just start to find these little enclaves. And then we wonder why a fucking civil war breaks out. But then you're going like, well, okay, there's individual choice though. I choose to go chill out with a bunch of hippies in Berkeley or whatever, you know, so it's like, right. at what point are we like forcing Something that isn't natural. I'm not saying like integration. Again, I believe in culture. Well, you like to live where yeah. you're comfortable, right? Yeah, like yeah. that's. I mean, that like the idea of you living near people where you feel safe can create an echo chamber because you know you live. If you're from Cambodia, you're going to move in where all the Cambodians are, mm-hmm. and your echo chamber is literally going to be in Cambodian. <laughs> like, yeah, there's not a lot of room, and, and you can ease yourself into society, or you won't. 
And then, yeah. and then, and then, but but as long as you're paying your fucking taxes, who gives a fuck? Yeah, right? pay your taxes, have insurance. Who gives a fuck? Well, that was actually <laughs> one of the problems with the when the Ashkenazi Jews moved into Germany is that they were considered because there was a massive uh, movement of them mm. after uh, the diaspora uh, in Rome. And they all settled there. And the Sephardic Jews in Spain uh, actually did really well because they integrated, whereas the Ashkenazi Jews that settled in Germany, Austria, and other mm. parts of Western Europe uh, did not. And they actually were very sort of like walled off from integrating into the community. And that led to another part with, of, of why they were treated so poorly is because they were considered, in a way, like culturally snobby. Like right. that they're too good to integrate. Yeah, I don't want to adopt your... Yeah. And then so yeah. that that also gave like people looked at, at that as being like, mm. and you see that today. You see a lot mm -hmm. of people that that'll be like, oh, you know, you're, you're, you know, people are talking bad about straight white males. And it's like, why don't you want us to be a, a part of, of your community? Like right. how come we're how come we can't be on your comedy show? Are you saying people no, but but saying oh these these Mexicans move here and they don't learn English? There's that too. Yeah, I mean, there's like you you don't become part As of the society. Yeah, talking point. I mean, it's a huge talking point. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, they want all the benefits, but they don't want to. You know, and that's and, a very similar thing that happened. Yeah, you know, my right? taxes pay for. I saw uh, there's a <laughs> this new viral video. Of this lady at like Walmart getting a package wrapped or something, and she's behind <laughs> these two chicks who are speaking Spanish. She's like, my my taxes pay for every goddamn thing in your motherfucking cart over there, man. And she's turning around uh. to try to get approval from the people in the line, like right. Am I right? <laughs> Everyone's just like, Ooh. it's like, Ooh, a bunch of Rodney Dangerfield. Where's the one guy to pepper spray her? Crickets. Like, where's yeah. the one? Because, like, I always see in, a situa <laughs> in situations like that, that to me seems threatening on a physical level. When somebody starts doing that and getting in people's faces, I'm like, that should be a call yeah, to fucking nothing you need else, to pepper spray someone when they do that. Well, shit. if nothing else, Walmart should step in right away and be like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, get right. the Your fuck money's not welcome out. And see, and see, to me, I think that's going to be the winning of the culture war, realistically, with people like Americans. And I love Americans. But this is how you talk to them. You talk to them in their wallets. And you hit, yeah. them, and you hit them right there. And if you can't be fucking racist inside businesses... Yeah. Then you're just not going to be able to fucking do that. Like, yeah. ah, fuck, man. I got to go down to the store. I got to take off my stormtrooper jacket with the fucking Nazi bolts on it and shit yeah. and put on a regular jacket and go inside the fucking store. And I hate to, I don't want to drive anybody underground. I do love this whole, I like the doc, the so called doxing. I think it's outing, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I like outing, that. I think, in that case is a better You know what I'm term. saying? Because doxing, yeah. doxing is yeah. they live at such and such lane and go fuck them up. That's doxing. Like this guy is Ryan, whatever the fuck, and he works at, at Taco Hut, and now he doesn't. Is is a little bit different to me. Yeah, we should, we should go to Taco Hut after this. <laughs> we should. Hit. They're all racist yeah. over there. Don't go to Taco Hut. <laughs> yeah, we are should they still employed? Hail hot dog. Yeah. Is that? Is, <laughs> we should go to that one. Uh, so uh, we should. Uh, we're getting close to an hour. We should. Uh, should we read some comments from let's the last some, episode? Let's read some comms. Should we do it? Uh, one thing, should we address the... I, I tried to throw out all the objections that uh, a person who supports monuments and Nazis would throw out. Uh, the only one I don't think I got to, which is one of my favorite, uh, the Confederate War wasn't all about slavery, which... Fuck you. Come I mean, on. yeah, dignifying Once that is ridiculous. any part of it is about slavery, all the other fucking negotiations... Like, the, the, the Nazis brought jobs to Germany, and that's fine. But also they exterminated Jews, and that's where you stop talking about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, and this is one thing I would say. As far as when you really look at somebody's ability to just up and move 
and go somewhere. Just think about your ability right now. There's some successful guys in this room. There's some not so successful guys in this room. <laughs> and being able Which to Which one just, do you consider me to be? Uh, <laughs> I just threw it out there, baby. Now, the, here's the point. It, it, when you look at your ability to just be like, yo, man, if Trump totally went nuts and was just like, yeah, we're just going to we're going to eat Negroes every morning. So here we go. We're that's us as a country. Finally. How, how, how do you move? How do you just get up and go to fucking Canada or Mexico or where the yeah, fuck you, you become a do? refugee? Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. You become a fucking refugee. So you just imagine becoming a refugee, the real practicality of becoming a fucking refugee. You would not do that. So all I'm saying is when you look at the Confederacy, when I look back on the Confederacy, I do hate those fucking monuments. If they got all melted down and made into muskets, shot into fucking uh, how Hitler people's asses, I'd love that. That's yeah. fine in my fantasies. But in fucking reality, man, I do agree that it's just like I, it's not something I would want to concentrate on. I don't think it should be in colleges or in major like bank type nah. situations. Shit like that is kind of whack. But if it's off in the fucking woods and they can go worship it at their leisure, I don't really give yeah. a fuck about that. You know what I mean? And but I just feel like we're. I do feel like we need to concentrate on other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think. Uh, it's hard to say something like this is a distraction because it is. Like it's speaking to something that's definitely just, not oh, a distraction. And that's why they're not going to stop. That's another thing. The last thing I'll say is that's why the people on the other side, we've been talking about why would why would you set that up as a crutch issue? Because I think the people on the other side, be they leftists, be they Noam Chomsky people, Berkeley people, whatever, they think if they can rip these out that we can be a sort of – almost mm, totalitarian nice state like Germany seems to be trying right. to be where it's like no monuments to Nazis no Hitler bullshit we wiped it fucking clean you can read it in a book if you want to know about it but fuck that they really feel like if they win that war that the, the country will change in some way that's almost evangelical to them yeah, yeah, and I just I think that's that. whack I, I think no, that's I whack you. and I don't think yeah. that's gonna work what, what look this election was white people saying hey what about us mm -hmm. It's like, what and about so us? when you can put again the video clips, the shorthand video clips, the memes yep. on Facebook, when you can put those up mm -hmm. and it literally has an action that people can look at and say, hey, yeah, what about white culture? Which is hilarious because white culture is clearly I the do dominant like culture and will be yeah. so for God, God God knows how long in this fucking country. But like when people can suddenly you're playing into this what about hey wait a minute what about white people why am i supposed to apologize for something my great 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 grandfather that, did but that also is a strong point like when people are, are bring that up and you're like i'm i'm i won't i'm not going to fucking apologize mm -hmm. i'm not apologizing for slavery but I, right but i, but I, I also think it's a thought, straw man that people ask people to though yeah, because i've literally never rolled up on anybody even like, figuratively yeah, yeah, yeah. and asked them to go but you know but what well, show me some tears motherfucker you know what yeah. though it's happening now it is like it is coming back now where people are bringing it up, and it's that same exact far left. The like, people that right. is a weird you know right. Should, right. The people right. who should apologize for slavery are the people who still want their Confederate monuments up. Yeah, but that but that is what that is tearing down the monuments symbol, symbolizes an apology for which yeah, yeah. right someone right. who's right. in 2017 and walking through Walmart there are because, because and the, the reason I the, well the reason I said that is people who like you can't make the history argument about monuments and then someone brings up slavery and you go mm, those were my ancestors yeah. that's not my history right those statues that fought for that are my history but not no but not yeah. the other you part. have to yeah. embrace it all and own it fucking all yeah you can't right. own part of it and you yeah. know want to embrace the statues and not 
the fucking atrocity attached. Well, to the it. other part about that too is uh, there are still people that are incredibly wealthy because of slavery. Like slavery yeah. still is the reason there are thousands and thousands of people in this country, probably maybe even more, are fucking yeah. rich. On both sides of the Mason-Dixon line, if you really want to go. On both sides. On both sides. No, but like seriously, <laughs> if you think about slavery building, you know, this country I mean, built on the I back. Mean, so obviously I, longer I hate to be South. that guy, but like, our country's built on genocide of the First Nation people. Like, it is. like. Well, no, but that, that's the funny thing. It reminds me of that, that Richard Pryor bit. Richard Pryor was like a, uh, some, some black conservative goes, well, why don't they uh, why don't they erect a statue of, uh, of the, uh, the, the why, why don't they never give us credit? We fought the Indians with the Buffalo soldiers. We fought the Indians. Like, you ain't got enough problems. In the you, you want the Indians to hate us too? Like that, that shit is hilarious. Cause there is, there's, a, there's all these people popping up with all these different, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Crazy times. Read some comms. Let's get to some comments. This has been a great episode. We can't see them, by the way. Well, I just have them here. I'll read them. And then, oh, so when you say let us, you mean, let, you, let I mean me. Let yeah. You. Well, I'll read them. Everyone else can respond if you want. <laughs> Story time. Hey. You know. What? It's a big world out there. It's huge. It's easy to feel like the things you say don't even matter. You matter. And I want you to know that's not true. It's a little true. We call this segment Your Voice Matters, mm. where we read your stupid fucking comments from the past few shows and respond to them personally. Personally. Oh, fade it out, Brett. Oh, Brett, you gotta fade it out, baby. God damn! God damn, what a rush. Oh, that was fun. Uh, let's read some comments. I pulled these up from uh, from uh, these first year from Patreon. Whitney Davis says, uh, oh, we're about to talk a lot about health care. Everyone buckle up. I hope you crammed, because that's what last episode was about. Oh, shit. Whitney Davis says, you guys didn't really talk about how the chump and crew widened pre-existing conditions to include so many things that even healthy people could be denied or massively overcharged for care because of common treatable illnesses. Yeah, we didn't. Sorry. Sorry, Whit. Yeah, I Jesus. Noticed, I noticed that you avoided that. I was a little disappointed. <laughs> so I'm with you. Preaching to the choir. There's, Yeah, we've been raked over the coals on Twitter about it. That's fine. You know what? I lost my job because of that. Yeah. <laughs> they, t- they doxed yeah, me. Hot dog. I got yeah. doxed over it. Yeah. Hot dogs. Hot dog on a stick. Hot dogs. Hot dogs. <laughs> All Greer, all Greer has oh, done shit. All Greer has I done is win this whole oh podcast. He's won. Winning, winning, winning. Oh, this is your Rocky Four. That's what it is. Hot dogs. Uh, Rocky Three. That guy got hot dogs. Oh. Hot dogs in Berkeley. Hot An dogs. autobiography. Yep. Uh, I just made that kid a million dollars. Taylor Lousen, also from Patreon, says, I lost my health insurance when I was 12 because I got kicked in the stomach by a horse. And wound up with permanent kidney damage. Went eight years without insurance, and it oh, was hell, particularly with bad kidneys. Yeah, I bet that would make that would suck, no health insurance worse. Uh, try writhing on your floor, pissing yourself while going into partial kidney failure, willing to die over calling an ambulance because you can't afford it. Obamacare may not be perfect, but it made a huge difference for me, at least. I was able to afford preventative care, so now I very rarely have kidney issues. I was also able to go on my psych meds, get my mental health in check enough to get a decent job and move into my own place. So you can stop picking fights with horses. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> need the, those meds for. Like that's yeah. really the elf in the room. Horses not as nice as everyone thinks with the yeah. bows and ribbons in their hair. Yeah. And their Stop pa- trying to tail. paint horses as the aggressors here. Right. Yeah. It's clearly well, our wanna, health issues in the Oh, yeah. that's why I want half of those monuments down. They just have horses prominently. <laughs> These guys are sitting on horses, they're, yeah. they're trotting on horses, walking beside horses. Yeah, I th- it was I think Hampton Yount the other day tweeted that we should just leave up the horses cuz they're Probably all good boys and girls. Like they didn't. Uh, they're, the, they're the really innocent oh, ones. Oh, not... but you, did you hear, did you hear the legend about Robert E. Lee's horse was named some bullshit? Oh, and, was and he it, super racist? Uh, his horse would not let a black person ride it, oh. as per the legend. The fact that that is even a legend. Bad boy. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I've met naughty a, horse. I've, I've met a lot of racist dogs. <laughs> and dogs yeah, I mean, right, right, pets right. take on the personality of their owner. Well, though. there's also the nuance of not understanding skin color of not getting it because you're a fucking dog. Well, no, that's what I that's what I'm and saying they take on like Bill Burr has that really great bit about how if you're just walking your dog and you get like really worked up, your dog's going to be like, "What? What? What the fuck is it? <laughs> yeah, is yeah, it yeah. that guy? Yeah, is yeah. it that guy?" Yep, yep, yep. And that's like if you're a genuine racist and a black person walks in and you're like, "Ugh," your dog's going to be like, "What? What are we doing?" I yep. bet it's him. But he's the only other person here. Are we ready to rock? There are are we ready to rock? No, no, I think, <laughs> I think more often dogs. than not, it's actually just racist dogs. But like dogs are uncomfortable. <laughs> like, no, why are you laughing like that's not a thing? Like, <laughs> it's a thing. Like, no if, you, if a dog is all around white Little people. Yorkie with it, a hood on. <laughs> how have you not met genuine racist dogs? <laughs> I, I've definitely met little dogs that have like a burning dog bone cross or something. I, I, I get what you're saying. No, but I, I definitely have run into dogs that are that seem to be uncomfortable with me. But but then their owners always do this classic. Well, huh, he doesn't like big guys. <laughs> <laughs> my my immediate thing if if I had a dog and it was racist, I'd be like, steer clear of the dog. That dog's racist as fuck. Yeah, I got a racist one. I'm I got, sorry. I don't know. I, we've been <laughs> training him. I'm sorry. You enabled the racism of these canines. Like, I am sorry. By, by the way. But my dog's a piece of shit. Pretty heartbreaking story about the, the horse kick. Oh, yeah. Thanks sorry about the, the horse kick, by yeah, the like way. Johnny Taylor. Cash shit. with the What were you doing when you were 12? Thank you for subscribing. You were 12. You were probably pulling on the horse's tail. Yeah. And the don't, horse is don't like, victim blame. blame. Don't victim blame. Victim blaming? <laughs> you don't know the whole story is what I'm saying. <laughs> this horse was an asshole. The horse has always been See, an asshole. You're crucifying the horse. You don't know what the horse. They did. are gigantic animals. That horse kicked him in the stomach and it hit his kidney. Have you not seen <laughs> the zoo guys? Yes. By the way, horses aren't kicking forward. All right, this kid was doing something. You can't milk a horse. What was that kid doing behind the fucking? What, what was Have going you ever seen that, that zoo documentary where the horse again. fucks the guy? You to ask death. me. You literally ask me about the horse documentary until you watch episode. it. <laughs> I'm not going to watch the horse fucking documentary. <laughs> fucking horses. <laughs> Literally. 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 Uh, Fucking horses. Literally. <laughs> Let's, uh, this is from SoundCloud. This is from the previous episode, which was called Iraq Revisited. Oh, that was great with Cam Tillman? Yeah, with Cam great Tillman, uh, Iraq War vet. Really good episode. Except Beaker says, this could have been one of your best episodes. But you guys just kept interrupting the veteran whenever he was trying to tell his story. <laughs> Seriously, every single sentence he's getting interrupted. I disagree. We heard yeah. a lot of stories from Cam. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, also, we call that civilian explaining. Yeah. Where we actually <laughs> have to interrupt him to explain to him what's going on. Yeah. We have to tell him how the military. Have you never works. listened to this show? Yeah, we interrupt everyone. When we all have the time. jokes, we have to get them in or else they become stale. Yeah, I yeah. forget shit. Jokes are bad. 
Jokes go bad. Well, like a joke, if you tell, if you have to wait twenty seconds before yeah. somebody finishes, it's like, hey, their that thing we were just talking about, Remember right. that thing before. Well, here's what I was going to say. <laughs> right. It's going to be really good. Imagine if Ed Greer had held off on that hot doxed, <laughs> right? It would have yeah, been lost exactly. for all eternity. For all eternity. And here's what I think: a lot of people don't get us talking over each other. Sometimes is why our podcast isn't boring. Right? Like, go listen to most top 50 comedy podcasts, and it's people being really respectfully each other and letting everyone finish <laughs> their thoughts, and it's boring and dry. <laughs> it's, and fuck that. Anybody's funny on your podcast, goddammit. Someone speaking for more than 10 to 15 seconds at one time, people fucking tune right out. Yeah, yeah. It can get, it can get tense. Keep it spicy. Keep it, keep it hot. Raquel gets mad at me because sometimes she'll go on a, a like a tangent and I'll like drop a joke in there and she's like I was talking I'm like yeah I know yeah <laughs> well dude we're trained to go for the joke I, I'm I, aware like a lot of times yeah. I, I, I will I will say this a lot of times women a lot of times people but a lot of times women <laughs> <laughs> oh go on <laughs> yeah a lot yes. of times a lot of times women will leave that pregnant pause for you to just jam that joke right up in that some bitch and you just and they're just like eh, I was I was on my way to something it's like I was on way to a point it's like to win like <laughs> like for real for real win so hey i hear you're trying to be sexist <laughs> you need some help with that have you tried interrupting during a pause <laughs> oh clippy what are you doing clippy. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> let's read one last comment from SoundCloud. Young Step Daddy. Oh, that's a dope name. Yeah, that's a really great name. <laughs> Is that a rapper, rapper name or lifestyle? Uh, I don't know. Step Daddy. <laughs> Probably both. It sounds like a new dad trying to endear himself to a teenager. Like, hey, man, I'm not trying to be your dad. I wrote something. <laughs> Young stepdaddy, and I'm here to say, like, I love my new dad. He did a rap for me. I thought you were a mother every day. <laughs> See, I wish I had interrupted you at the end of that, so I could have actually gone straight through with the flow, but I actually let you finish. I, that was your mistake. That, the joke was less <laughs> important. Yeah. It, hit, it hit softer because yeah. of that. God damn yeah. If you've done an entire I got 80%. There's a law of diminishing returns on the time of, of... Young Stepdaddy. <laughs> he could be talking about this episode. Says, this was crazy interesting, guys. Jeff was a sassy bitch, as always. Smiley face. Much love and respect. Well, there was this, what was the thing where he said something about... <laughs> About how uh, he had to, he it was something about Iraq, and it made him really sad. And I just went, "Why?" Oh, it was yeah. like, <laughs> like I listened to it again. I was like, "That was good. That was a good drop." Yeah, yeah, that was like funny. That. Uh, so, what do we have to plug? There's a show tonight, Unpops in Glendale at the Alex Theater. What? Seven thirty p.m. Well, it's August twenty third. Depending on when you're, there's not a show every night you're listening to this. Depending <laughs> on when you listen to it, but. August 23rd, come out, uh, Alex Theater in Glendale. Show starts at 8, doors open at 7.30. I'm excited about it. It's free. You can reserve a spot on Eventbrite, search for Unpops. I'm excited, too. This theater is fucking dope. It's a really cool space. There's uh, there's going to be drinks. There's food there, I think. We're going to be selling shirts. I do like food. And then there's also going to be me and Jeff and Quincy Johnson all your Unpops faves. Caitlin Cut. Caitlin Cut. Leah K. Janian. Leah K. Janian. Mo Mandel. Mo Mandel. And we're going to have a special surprise drop in at every show, too. So uh, we've already booked that for this one. So that'll Bob be fun. All right. 
And uh, yeah, subscribe to the rest of our podcast on Patreon, patreon.com slash unpops. What's everyone else got? Uh, Mint on Card is the second Friday of every month at Blast from the Past in beautiful Magnolia and Burbank. We uh, start at uh, 7.30 is when the show starts. Doors open at 7. Uh, it's such a dope show. Uh, you got to come out to it. Also, this weekend, come out, out to Comic-Con Palm Springs. Run into me. Tell me how great I am. It's going to be awesome. That's it. Oh, that's, that's it. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, what do you got? Yeah, uh, at Ed Greer Destroys on Twitter, uh, at Ed Greer Destroys on Instagram, where I put up a lot of my art, and uh, at Ed Greer Destroys on DeviantArt, where I put up a lot of my other art. Because, so, you know, I, I want people to know that I draw. I'm going to do start doing some revolutionary-ass comics, baby. And uh, I'm no, going to also be at the uh, Palm Springs uh, Comic Con. I'm doing uh, Sketch Fighter. I'm doing with, Sketch with, Fighter. With uh, Tom Frank and uh, me and my girl, Clee Wiggins. We're going to be on there together. Uh, hopefully not nice. on the same team. Uh, Shout out <laughs> no, to Clee. <laughs> she has been oh. on Unpops before, too. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. And uh, yeah, just check out those two sources. Oh, and also uh, uh, Nerd Goat Podcast. It's, nice. it's uh, my podcast out, with, with 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 Ron Swallow. Basically, what we do is we have somebody on, and they they uh, explain to us why somebody is their favorite character of all time, their greatest of all time, their yeah. nerd goat. You can listen to has, me talk about. Has, is my episode up? It's up. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, you you uh, talk about uh, James, James Bond. Bond. James Bond. So yeah, and it's 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 really diverse as to the stuff that people want to talk about. We had a guy talk about uh, Dream, like fucking Morpheus, the god of Dream, or whatever. Sandman. We had to do oh. talk about Sandman. We got to do talk about the Joker as his as his nerd greatest of all time character, the fucking Joker. I'm 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 looking wow. forward to that one. There we had uh, uh, you know somebody do so uh, what, Kyle Rayner, Green Lantern. Like people that. have all these we, like people that. have deep cut choices and they also have James Bond they also have you know Sherlock Holmes yeah. you know stuff uh, like that how uh ha, which Raiders fan chose the Punisher as their favorite <laughs> <character>? <laughs> I love that joke Dan what do you got to plug um I'm at vaguely funny Dan on the Twitter machine um the Disney show I'm writing is called Walk the Prank it's on Disney XD uh, it's really cool a writing partner of mine uh, Trevor Moore co-created it Trevor Moore from the whitest from whitest kids you know yeah that dude's like six foot nine right yeah 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 he's like the tallest dude I've ever seen yeah, yeah. he's uh, having a baby tonight it's very exciting for Trevor um, that's exciting that's awesome. for humanity yeah. wow. he just yeah, took awesome. off no he's a, he's, oh. he's a brilliant guy and he walked into <laughs> all the things if you watch the whitest kids you know it ain't a Disney show yeah um, but he walked in and set this thing up at Disney and we're we're pretty proud of it um, again walk the prank there's a lot of it on YouTube as well and it's uh, I tell you, so not just if, if you, the pranks are pretty impressive, even if you're not a kid, the stuff we pull off. It's half scripted. Yeah. And then the kids are going through the normal middle school shit, and then something gives them an idea, and it's like, I got an idea for a prank. And then it goes to these actual kid hidden camera fucking pranks. <laughs> right. <laughs> but actual hidden camera pranks that we have ridiculous budgets for. <laughs> I'm talking like 50 foot flying saucers smashing into guest houses and shit. Damn, with hidden geez. cameras, so the kids are pranking grownups. So, so obviously, kids are loving it because you want to fucking see. What do you want to see if your kid? Kids making a fool out of grownups, <laughs> that's and that's awesome. basically what the show is. That's pretty great. Um, yeah. So there's that, and there's other shit coming down the pipe, and I'll blab about it on Twitter. So at vaguely funny Dan. Nice. You got a new follow right now. Yeah. 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 I've been following vaguely funny Dan since before I met him. Yeah. Yeah. I think I followed you before I met you too. Hmm. We probably met at a drive-by truckers concert. That, Jason think, Isbell, something did. like that. I think I'd seen you at the Westside Comedy a... at some point. Oh yeah, and yeah. then I saw you at Isbell. Yeah, at, at the the show at the Roxy. At the Roxy, and then we. Uh, I just saw you the other night at another at a Patterson Hood show, yeah, also Patterson a drive-by truckers affiliate. Wow, yeah. a very a very politically charged. 
Patterson Hood show. Yeah, it was, it was all the Charlottesville shit happening. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. So all what right. do we decide? We just take out the newest monuments first and then work your way back. Yeah. But not till just... after the next presidential election. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think we figured it out. <laughs> no, we didn't figure it out. Yeah. Nor, yeah. yeah. They're not going to listen to us anymore. We'll just tell people we did in the title <laughs> so they listen. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Dan, say goodbye. Thanks, guys. Love you. Ed Greer, say goodbye. See you later, buddies. Jeff May, say goodbye. You get the horse that kicked that dude rookie car. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. We love you.